Oh, man. So I thought I was going to take a nap before I do this podcast because I've just been very tired. And I, as an insomniac, am a huge, huge fan of a little day nap, a little day disco nap. But then I started working on a bunch of stuff that I can't talk about yet. Um, and then I just got re-energized. It was it was like a disco nap in the sense that uh, it it energized my brain, so I'm able to uh, talk wine the way I talk wine, which is unprofessionally. Welcome to the Sick Palate Podcast. I'm Deepa Shrader, and. We're talking wine again. We're doing a wine review. And I, as usual, I'm very excited to talk about this wine. First off, before we get into it, um, yesterday. Yesterday was a very important day for all you weatherheads, for all the people that tune in <laughs> to hear about me and my <laughs> constant crave of a hot sun. And a sweaty, sweaty face yesterday. Yesterday, I looked at my car. Uh, what's it called? Temperature gauge. 106. Was it 106 outside? No. But that's what the car felt like. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. That is, never have I seen a sweeter sight here in April in Austin, Texas. 106. That's what the car felt like. Car felt hot, okay? But then, Austin, you cruel mistress. Today, the winds, the winds, they are a whirling. <laughs> It's so cold. It's like in the 60s here. We, we, we had a taste. Yesterday was a hot, hot day. And today, trees are just like literally doubling over themselves. In another life, can you see it in another different timeline? Perhaps a worse timeline, right? Could you see me as just like a weather anchor for some local? I, I think I would kill it. Uh, I wouldn't kill it as far as the science of it. Cause I think you, you actually got to like know what you're talking about, but I think I could do a weather vamp. I can vamp weather, you know? Oh man. If all I had to do all day was stick suns with sunglasses on parts of the United States of America and vamp about the sun, get out of here. Get out of here. Bags of money, okay? But here I am instead. Screaming through my phone. (laughs) Promising you that I will be talking about wine eventually. We're getting there. We're getting there. That's what we like to call a tight intro here. Here at Sick Palette. So the reason why I'm also talking about the weather is because once we start getting the heat, the heat in Austin, Texas, uh, it, it really does affect the kind of wine, uh, or I would assume the kind of wine 
that you would want to drink on a hot pre-summer day, right? Uh, and this is this is why it's it's really sparkling wine weather. This is this is where you get a lot of you know new rosé vintages coming out. Um, you get lighter wines. But I want to talk to you about the time that you do want to drink a red wine. It is there, by the way. It does exist. Um, and I mean like a red wine, a strong red wine. Let's talk about Cabernets in the summertime, okay? Typically, uh, tough, tough to drink a classic Cab on a hot summer day, right? You're just sort of like, what, what are we doing here? What is this? You feel like dizzy in the head for no reason. It's it's just a lot. But this is this is why I I would like to make I'd like to make a case for the cab in the summertime. And we're gonna do it with a wine from one of my favorite uh wine company f- companies, uh field recordings. Uh, this is winemaker Andrew Jones. That's just off the top of the dome. Let me, let me check on one of my many sites here. Andrew Jones. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Uh, so anyways, we're talking about, um, winemakers, uh, winemaker Andrew Jones label field recordings which is a california-based company uh what i really love about field recordings is uh it's really about celebrating kind of sort of overlooked um areas he essentially the the idea of the label is uh working really closely with farmers um and essentially going towards like you know rockier uh, vineyards, you know, they they have rocky vineyards. Think about it, California, right? It's, uh, it's got like a whole sea, whole ocean to it. Um, and we're talking today about, uh, the Neverland, Neverland Cabernet Sauvignon. This was 2018, uh, Neverland, and it's, uh, a Santa Barbara, uh, wine. So you automatically know you're going to get more of that kind of sort of minerally, uh, taste. You know what I'm saying? Santa Barbara, you always get a little bit of that mineral, but it does show up in a really, I think, interesting way in this cab. Um, so this is, this is a cab that is incredibly strong. It is deeply pronounced. Um, looking through my notes, first thing I wrote was strong boy, which I guess is what uh, I'm calling this wine. I love reading my notes where I'm where I have to sort of kind of piece through what I think I'm trying to say. Strong boy, thick red. All right. Honestly, that should be like the tagline for this. Neverland, Cabernet Sauvignon. Strong boy, thick red. Uh, you immediately get blackberries. There is a slight sweetness um, to it. And, and the wine itself, I, it's not one of those wines where it's tricking you and you're like, okay, 
it smells sweet, but it's not. No, no, no. This wine definitely has like a legitimate sweetness to it, but it isn't saccharin. Um, and it has iron-like tendencies. It's got a little bit of that like metallic taste, but not in an unpleasant way. And I think that goes back to that whole idea that Santa Barbara grapes, they, they do produce a little bit more of that, or at least I find it produces a little bit more of that mineral-like flavor. Um, but because you have like those blackberry notes, it, it does tend to taste a little bit more like when iron. When you think about iron, what, what else do you think about? You think about perhaps a medium rare steak. You see where I'm going with this? Of course you do. This is a grilling wine. Okay, this is what you want to drink when there is a little bit of smoke with your heat from sun. <laughs> the sun. I don't know why I stopped dropping articles. <laughs> it happens. Have y'all noticed that? Every podcast, the articles just start to vanish. I don't know what that's about. Um, this wine... Re- legitimately the first thing I thought about is I want a steak with this this is steak juice literally it's got just those iron mineral tendencies pairing with that sweetness um and also with a slightly higher um ABV this is this is red meat territory right there it is um, something that is going to be great for your grilling needs, your barbecue needs. Um, and it's important to have a strong red in your, in your arsenal, in your summer arsenal for those moments. It also, because of those notes, pairs really well with tamarind. So uh, this, this is a wine where I would make the tamarind honey ghee, hint, hint, uh, from a past sick palate recipe. Oh, you know what I would do? Okay, here we go. I would make the tamarind honey ghee and mix it with a little bit of butter to make it like a compound butter. You know what I'm saying? And then make yourself like a butter package, you know? Like make, make your butter all square on a piece of parchment Freeze that butter and then cube it up. You want to cube it up because that way you can have like yourself a steak night. And when you have like all your individual steaks ready, you just put a little pad of this butter towards the end when you're basting. And then serve it with this wine. With some roti. Oh my gosh. I'm upset that I don't have this with me right now. Okay, yeah, steak, roti night, tamarind, honey, ghee, compound butter. Like do like a fermented chili sauce right on top of that. Some spicy greens, mizuna. Oh my God. What I love about this type of night is you you are able to essentially, um, that, that is actually my favorite combination 
of of red wine when you are able to do like a strong red wine packaged with like something that feels very um casual but you're you're having maybe a beautiful piece of steak in it and some roti street food plus strong red plus steak night that's that's a that's a winning hot summer night the grill going come on get out of here uh yeah so this is your grilling wine um and as much as i enjoy this wine this is not something that i would have necessarily like and i don't i don't mean this in in uh a bad way but but this is this is a wine that that definitely makes a strong moment in your dinner um I don't see this being something that I could continually drink on a hot summer night. Now, if we're talking winter, we've got a whole different, you know, criteria. But um, I would definitely make sure that if you are having a dinner party featuring this wine, you know, and you want it, let's say you want to keep it in the field recordings family. I'm not going to overplay my hand here because that is going to be some future wine review podcasts about um field recordings they have got some 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 great stuff we haven't talked about yet um but they they make like a really nice skin contact wine um they make some lighter um lighter notes for sure um and there's just a lot of great ways to to just kind of work in some some lighter sparkling wines before and after your steak roti dish and your neverland cabernet but you know when it comes to winter and maybe it's inverse i don't know we're not there yet um but that's how i feel about this wine it's beautiful uh it's uh featuring some amazing Santa Barbara product and um yeah go get you some I of course I was able to grab mine from Brody Park Market the best little wine slash natural wine convenience store in South Austin it is some incredible stuff there um and they they really 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 know their stuff and they will help you out. And they carry a lot of field recordings. So good news for you. Uh, I think that's 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 all we got for, for our wine review today. Um, coming up on this feed, we're about to get some more day parties content, which I am really, really excited about. On the main Sick Palette feed, you are also going to be getting, finally, this mushroom newsletter coming at you um all subscribers are going to get some free previews but a lot of it is going to be uh paid subscriber content so look out for it um and of course follow on ig for the most updates at sick palette events i promise you they're coming i'll let you know especially paid subscribers i'll let you definitely know all right i'll talk to y'all soon Probably next week. In fact, definitely next week. Okay, goodbye.